Welcome to the Coin Black History on the Other Side podcast, hosted by Brittany Wilkins. This podcast is brought to you by Historians Connect. Historians Connect is a nonprofit organization with a mission to bridge the gap between African American history and culture by preserving the legacies of African Americans, debunking myths, defining black excellence while rewriting the narrative of African-American history. If you tuned into the show to learn a new and different perspective on black history, you're in the right place. This is not America's founding father's history of slavery and oppression. We're changing the culture by changing the narrative, educating listeners on various aspects of black history spanning from ancient African history to current day events affecting communities around the world. Empowerment through cultural education. This is The Coin, black history on the other side. History is written with prejudice, likes and dislikes. There has never been a white historian who ever wrote with any true love or feeling for the Negro, Marcus Garvey. You are tuned into episode 12 of The Coin, Black History on the Other Side podcast. In today's show, we celebrate the life and legacy of Marcus Garvey. On this day, August 17th, 1887, Marcus Mosiah Garvey was born in the island of Jamaica, British West Indies. He is a descendant of the Maroons, the African slaves who defied the English administration and soldiers. The enduring legacy of slavery and colonialism had a lasting impact on Garvey. In the era in which he was born, colonialism had already been planted in the soul of Africa. The Berlin Conference in 1884 and 1885 was formed to strategize how to split up the continent amongst European states to establish empire and commerce in Africa. And in the United States, betrayal of the Reconstruction had the black race grappling with the struggle. Many are called, few are chosen. The difference between the called and the chosen is that the chosen choose to answer the call. Marcus Garvey chose to be that race man for his people and our generation. A race man is one who works to advance their people and their interests at the forefront of their own lives. His mission was for the African people to be liberated across the world. His plan was total African redemption. In his plan to liberate African people, Marcus Garvey learned that the black freedom struggle was not created equal. While we all face the same plight of racism, injustice, and oppression, there are levels to the struggle. The system of slavery varied globally in Cuba and Haiti. 
Africans had mobility. In South America and West Indies, the slave masters did not outlaw the African drum, ornamentation, or African religion. Families were kept together. If a slave on an island was sold to a plantation owner, they could still walk to see their relatives. So cultural continuity was established amongst the slaves. This type of slavery system did not exist in America. So the scope of the problem had to be defined differently and the solution to the problem had to be implemented differently. The black nationalists would witness firsthand the black struggle as he began to travel the world. In 1908, Garvey made his first trip outside of Jamaica to Costa Rica, where he observed the condition of black workers and began an effort to improve their lot. His journey also took him to Panama, Ecuador, Honduras, Colombia, and Venezuela. In 1912, Garvey went to London. During his time, he was working, learning, and growing. He saw new dimensions of the black man's struggle, and he set out to acquaint himself with realities of dealing with massive power. And London was the epicenter for information about the colonial world. Literacy played a huge role in expanding Garvey's intellect for ideas to grow. Marcus Garvey obtained a copy of Up From Slavery written by Booker T. Washington. Garvey learned the concept of leadership and its responsibility. Up From Slavery helped to form what we now know today as Garveyism. On June 17, 1914, Garvey boarded a ship at Southampton. It was during the passage from Southampton to Jamaica that the idea of the Universal Negro Movement Improvement Association, UNIA, was transmitted to him. It was during a conversation with a West Indian Negro that Marcus Garvey further learned of the horrors in Africa. This troubled Marcus Garvey as his spirit wrestled with such horrible tales. As he pondered over the conversation, the vision began to manifest itself. And on August 1st, 1914, the Universal Negro Improvement and Conservation Association and African Communities League was founded. The model of the UNIA was one God, one aim, one destiny. The UNIA had 10 universal general objectives. The first objective was to establish a universal fraternity among the race. The second was to promote the spirit of race, pride, and love. The third was to reclaim the fallen of the race. The fourth was to administer to and assist the needy. The fifth, to assist in civilizing the backward tribes of Africa. The sixth, to strengthen the imperialism of independent African states. 
The seventh objective was to establish commissionaries or agencies in the principal countries of the world for the protection of all Negroes. Number eight was to promote a conscientious Christian worship among the native tribes of Africa. Nine was to establish universities, colleges, and secondary schools for further education and culture of the boys and of the girls of the race. And number 10 was to conduct a worldwide commercial and industrial intercourse. Now, many of these same objectives Garvey intended to do locally in Jamaica. But as we all know, like any great endeavor comes great resistance. And Marcus Garvey struggled in the early years to unify the people. But as you can see, even in his struggles and all that he went through throughout his life, reading full detail on his background, his life, work, and legacy lives on forever. Well, my question for those of you listening today, what can you take away from Marcus Garvis' legacy of what you know about his legacy of what you've seen written about Marcus Garvey or promoted on social media. What does he teach us as we are still continuing fighting for black liberation? While I'm still studying and researching Garvey's work, from what I've read in Marcus Garvey in the vision of Africa, some of just the initial takeaways that came to mind for me was one, that your purpose can be birthed from enduring pain. Two, oftentimes we implement the solution before we have defined the problem. And that we must work to understand the dynamics of the problem we are trying to solve. And that we may have to step outside of our comfort zone to do it. Three, there's no need to reinvent the wheel. Many of our ancestors have given us the blueprint. It's on us to study, analyze, and figure out how the blueprint fits into the context of the situation today. So if you listen back to Marcus Garvey's 10 objectives established by the UNIA, which one of these objectives would you take and a solution what solution would you propose to build off Garvey's principles? You see, liberation can mean many things to certain people. And the things I want to be liberated from, you may not see it as the same. But one thing we must do is continue to work towards liberation and do the work even if it's just liberating ourselves. May we continue to celebrate the life and legacy of Marcus Garvey. More to come in part two on Marcus Garvey and the vision of Africa. But I'll leave you with this and Marcus Garvey's own words. Save us, world spirit, from our lesser selves. Grant us that war and hatred sees. Reveal our souls in every race and hue. Help us, O human God, is thy truth to make humanity divine. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Coin Black History on the Other Side podcast. Learn, explore, and create history with us. Visit us on the web at www.historiansconnect.org. Remember, a people without knowledge of their history is like a tree without roots. Stay connected to your roots.